The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to another week, another episode of the Section 6 WrestleCast, your home for Section 6 Wrestling Talk, right here on the network. My name is Matt Johnson, your host, and today I'm not only alongside my permanent co-host, Max. How you doing? There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm also joined by a good friend, former guest, and I'm sure he'll be making regular appearances if I can pull his, twist his arm a little bit. Nico Toliano. Nico, how you doing, my friend? How's it going? Thanks for having me. Welcome back. Thank Welcome you. back, guys. Um, yeah, I wanted you guys both for this one. It's a fun one. We've been doing a lot of season recaps lately. Uh, this is to keep the content going and, and have something every week. And I wanted to talk about uh, the 2012-2013 season because you guys were actually a part of those, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. This is your junior year? This both is my our junior, junior year. Both, yeah. both, both your junior years. Okay. All right. Um, so, how were your junior years? Let's let's go with that. Uh, I think uh, from my standpoint, that was my most fun year wrestling. Okay. Uh, we had a pretty pretty solid team. Made it to sectionals, which was cool because it was at UB. Um, oh yeah, that was a big. That was yeah, a big that, that was that was the good sectional tournament where like everybody was together. Like that that was. I sectional. I wish cool. it was like that every year. They did that. Uh, it was back at like my the, sophomore the year. They did it. My sophomore year, they did it at at SUNY Fredonia, mm-hmm. and then uh, my senior year, they did the split days. They did Friday large school, Saturday small school, and I was like, eh. But it was still the same location. Somehow we had the money and we did it. Um, no, nah, it was fun. Uh, just looking back, we had like a lot. Of, our section was loaded with studs. Like looking at the section picture, and uh, the NFL was so competitive then. Not like mm-hmm. it's not like, not like it isn't still isn't. But it was just looking back. You know how it's like, oh, man, when I was in high school, like, it was, it was, uh, we were pretty tough. No, without a doubt. Yeah, there was, like, no miss, like, no forfeits in, like, mm-hmm. any of the NFL yep. duels. Like, we filled, everybody filled yep. the line. West up. was tough. Louisville was tough. Lotport was tough. Wheatfield was tough. Niagara Falls, I mean, it, it was, it was tough. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of good names from this year. I'm going to read off, um, <coughs> now this is from Arm Drag. They have their own system in place. These are, uh, I'm going to read off the top 32 um, actually, no, they can't be right. Cause yeah, they have two like different Reagans, the pound for pound list, but they they goof it up. I'll do top fifteen. I'll do top fifteen or sixteen. All right, so uh, so these are the top sixteen wrestlers from Section Six in the twenty twelve twenty thirteen season. Uh, number sixteen, ninety nine pounds, Ryan Hetrick of Southwestern. Fifteen, Marshall Taylor of Lockport, two hundred twenty pounder. Uh. Number 14, 126-pound Rocco Russo of Frontier. Number 13, 138-pounder Danny Graham of West Seneca East. Uh, oh, excuse me, number 12, 152 pounds Alex Smythe of Eden. Uh, number 11, 99 pounds Donnie McCoy of Niagara Falls. Number 10, Matt Booth, 195-pounder from Cattaraugus Little Valley slash Pine Valley. Uh, number 9, Danny Reagan. Luport, 138 pounds. Number uh, excuse me, number eight, Dakota Gardner of Fredonia, 126 pounds. Number seventh, Jake Weber of Clarence, 160 pounds. Uh, number sixth, Anthony Liberatore, uh, Williamsville South, 182 pounds. Uh, number five, 285 pounder Matt Monasani 
from Medina. Number four, 138 pounds, Eric Lewandowski of Lancaster. Uh, number three, 120 pounds, Stevie Michael of Lancaster. Number two, 145 pounds, Drew Hall of Roy Hart. And number one, the guy's still making waves, 132-pounder, uh, Ronaldo Rodriguez-Spencer from Cheektowaga. There's a lot of good names on there. There's a lot of good names we didn't, I didn't even mention. <coughs> mm -hmm. Just outside of that top 16, Andrew Shomers, Kellen Devlin, um, Marcus Pop, Ryan Burnt. Like, there's so many. Jude Gardner. Like, there's a lot of really good kids uh, yeah. in the area at this time. And I'm this is me. Like, I'm kind of I'm like three years out, so I'm not. I don't really. I know people. Mm -hmm. I'm following a little bit, but I don't know. <laughs> you know, I remember like I remember Rodriguez Spencer and mm -hmm. and Lewandowski and Michael and a couple other names, but I'm kind of on the outs. But this is actually really really good. Uh, this is some really good studs here. Yeah, Ronaldo was so dominant that whole like whenever you saw him, he was just teching everybody. Yeah, like, I'm. Like, so no, nobody came close. He won a D two title. Past year. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Because I still see uh, him on Flow Wrestling. He like he's still out there stuff, yeah. going, mm -hmm. and I mean it's, he's been out of high school for a long time now too. Mm -hmm. So for him to keep going and still be as dominant, he's got like amazing quickness. Yeah, he was coming to Iowa State like right out of high school. He was good. <sighs> Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> uh, a little jelly. Uh, all right. So let's go through the team rankings. You guys can comment along. Comment along. Um, so these are the well the standings excuse me for the sections or the excuse me the respective divisions. Uh, CCAA Division One Falconer seven and zero, Fredonia six and one, Chautauqua Lake five and two, Olean three and four, Southwestern three and four, Dunkirk two and five, excuse me, and Gowanda two and five. I didn't realize that Dunkirk was large school this year too. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was like the last year they were. They they had just like started up. Yeah. They they were a very new program at the and time. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, Division two for the CCAA: Maple Grove eight and zero, Randolph seven and one, Franklinville five and three, Casadega Valley four and four, Salamanca four and four. I heard they're dropping their wrestling program, or they dropped it. Really? Somebody told me. Uh, former wrestler. I think they're. Uh, it's it's not looking good. Um, Frewsburg three and wow. five. Yeah, it's sad. Allegheny Limestone two and six, Portville two and six, and Panama one and seven. Not bad. ECICs D one, Clarence eight and zero, Lancaster six and two, uh, West Seneca West six and two, Jamestown five and three, Hamburg four and four, Will North four and four, Sweet Home two and six, Orchard Park one and seven, Frontier zero oh and eight. Kind of, it's kind of cool. Like how far Orchard Park's come along yep. too. It's kind of cool to look back and see how they're matching up here. Uh, D two Lakeshore eight no Iroquois seven one Amherst six and two, uh, Pioneer four and four, that doesn't happen often. Uh, Star Point <laughs> four and four, Chitawaga three and five, Will South three and five, Will East one and seven, West Seneca East zero oh and eight. That is a big division. One two three four five six seven wow. eight nine. So, uh, <coughs> yeah, well NFL used to be like that, back in the day. Back in the day, D three ECIC Eden eight and zero Alden six and two East Aurora five and three Tonawanda five and three Lackawanna four and four Maryvale four and four Depew three and five Springville one and seven and Holland zero oh and eight Is Holland still going? Uh, they're combined with East Aurora now. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Okay. So I mean, you've seen a lot of these guys. You guys were small. Newport yeah, small school small. at this time. You competed with a lot of these. Um, 
now my thing I was always baffled because with the year I coached with like Lou Port, a lot of these like smaller schools, you never seen them anywhere throughout the year. No, there's some certain schools that I don't think we'll name, but they just kind of wrestle elsewhere for the whole season and they come in. At, That's why I like yeah. wrestling large school because in large school you know everybody. Right, yeah, you Everyone. see them at all the big tournaments, NCCC, um, you know, uh, Lockport and, and this and that. You always bump into them all the time. Cause I was amazed. I was, uh, yeah, the year I went down, uh, or I was coaching at Lootport, went down, I think it was Class B? B or C? It was at Cheektowoc. It was probably B. Um, I'm like, who is this? I team? Yeah, who is this team? And <laughs> who I didn't, is you? I didn't know why they were. You know, I didn't know they were in our section. It was pretty. It was pretty <laughs> incredible. But, um, yeah. So you get to you get to see some different names and stuff. Uh, it, sometimes the strategy works. Sometimes it doesn't. Pioneer used to do it a lot, mm-hmm. but they were. You know, Pioneer was Pioneer. Pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> right. They used to stay out of the section. It was actually really I mean. Yeah, you know, you get Kyle Colling, uh, Skeels, Randy Colling, and and all the studs that they had. Uh, it, was, it almost it, it worked pretty well. They didn't need to, but it worked pretty well. Um, on Senior Martin High School Athletic Association, the Catholics, uh, St. Francis two and zero. This is the D one. St. Francis two and zero. St. Joe's one and one. Kenesha so and two. Division two. Gao three and one. St. Mary's three and one. Niagara Catholic. Oh my God, that is a throwback. <laughs> I love it when people tell me they used to wrestle for Niagara Catholic. Um, that is a throwback. It's oh super God. throwback. I worked with a guy last week. He was like, I used to wrestle. I graduated in 02. I'm like, who are your coaches? Uh, the Prices were coaching at Niagara Catholic in the early 2000. <laughs> After Lewport, I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, NFLs, Lewport, co-winners, co-champions, 6-1 and one with Lockport. Um, and we'll go – I want to talk about that in a little bit. Uh Lockport also six and one. Niagara Falls five and two. Wheatfield four and three. Grand Island three and four. Ken West three and four. Ken East one and six. And North Tonawanda zero oh and seven. Now, uh, now this is big because Hoover references this team mm-hmm. all he the loves time. That team. He loves this team. He preaches about the finalists and and all the state the sectional reps and state. He's very proud of these it's years. It's funny. We like as a team as Lootport, we would argue back and forth with like some of the guys that graduated in 09 and ten. And say like who would win in a dual tournament? So like, dude, this is like the team. From <laughs> <laughs> we took a look at that it's roster. Fun to think about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I used to do that too. You I used to pit so like deep. I used to pit like different uh, different like you teams strange, and stuff. This like is that. this is the first year Shomers wrestled at Loop yeah. too. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So here's what your was your squad. All right, 99 pounds, Justin Weinfurtner, uh, 106, little little Toliano. And tail, uh, 113, 120-ish. You? Yep. Nico. Uh, Shomer's 113 to 126 range. Uh, 126, DJ Marshall, who's still great. Still, I, I, he came into one of the alumni practices yep. one time. He was just, I hate saying this phrase, but he was clapping cheeks. Uh, <laughs> he had just come from work. He showed up in, like, jeans and, like, some, some dirty top thing, and he just came in and just whooped up everybody. It was amazing. He came to practice like that. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Love DJ. <laughs> DJ's awesome. Uh, 126, 132-pound Ben Tavano. The Delbert Marshall. Uh, is that? That's DJ. That's DJ, DJ. anyways. I, it's so weird that they do that. Uh, Dylan Price, Zach Nelbone, uh, Ryan Cromer. Danny Reagan, Cole Davey, Eric Sermonera, Colin Brevetti, Ben Carella, Jack Wall, Chet Bondi, John Bondi, Wyatt Wolf, and uh, Garrett Rath. Yeah. Studs. What a stud. It's a really good team. It's a really good team. You guys are loaded. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's so hard. Like, you see that and, like, you know, it's like, how do we get back to that? 
how does Loopport get back to that? And it's such tough. I mean, it's going to help with the shorter, like less weight classes now. I yeah, think. no, that's that's definitely going to be a uh, a nice little advantage. Um, but yeah, talk about talk about that duel with um, talk about that duel with Lockport and your NFL run. That was the greatest duel I've ever witnessed in my entire life. That duel against Lockport, it was just. Like going, going. And you in, guys hosted it, right? Yeah, it was at Loopport. The stands were absolutely packed. Everybody was there from like other schools to actually Loopport showed up to support. It was nice. It was absolutely packed, and like we knew going into it, it was going to be just, it was just going to be insane. Like, and then I think we started off at one, I want to say like one twenty thirty-two or twenty-six or thirty-two or one of those, and it was just like back and forth, back and forth, and then we were down like pretty bad going into like 99 and then like it was one after the other like mateo and, and then Steve picked up <laughs> and then um it was shomers versus orfici and like if orfici had won they would have clinched it and then shomers came back like well, like, like six to four or something like that it right? was something like that and then shomers took him down like two times in the third and then one and then everybody stormed the mat after that but there really was, there was still one, <laughs> one that was not the winner wait it was this at loop porter at loop porter oh you guys had like God. one more bout to go yeah right? we had one more <laughs> bout to go and we all stormed the mat after shomers beat orfici it was insane was and then amazing and then ben tavano wrestles i think chris Corey, Corey chris, clay. Chris, chris clay, clay. Yeah. yeah and then um wins just by decision and then nice. it was 32 32 and we got the technical um, point wow nice. that's a cool atmosphere mm -hmm. people were getting kicked out getting oh rowdy. really nice mm -hmm. <laughs> nice <laughs> <laughs> see that's a fun i never got to experience it yeah. even like as a high school you know uh, even just an energetic crowd like we go to wheat field and it was just all wheat field because niagara falls doesn't have the greatest the parents come out but we don't have the greatest following like everybody well, brother you know uncles and everybody comes out to Wheatfield matches we kind of had that this year too with with Wheatfield we tied them 36 36 and we we won because uh what's the first uh, first criteria i think is like how many matches won because there's yeah. 15 weight classes matches and, one i think pins is the and next we started one. at like 160 brian bielik started it and then we won at like 160, 170, 82, 95, 220 in heavyweight and 99. And then they started picking up at like 106. And then we won at 126. And Gene Sweet or Corey Turner, he was uh, the announcer. He's like, Max, I, and he kept calling me over, but I was like two into the match. He's like, Max, I need to see your scorebook. <laughs> He's like, how many matches did you win? And I was like, we won one. We won 160, 70, 82, 95, 220 heavyweight, 99. And Gene Sweeney's like, that's that's seven. I was like, oh no, one twenty six. We won eight, and she's like, oh. no, I can't say it. So, uh, uh. <laughs> so, so we we won on a tiebreaker, but it's 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 thrilling. That's where you know that's why you you got to teach your kids to you know chase bonus points, and that I feel like that's when you got a team like like Lupor was then chase bonus points. Your your kids, you got to pin, and I always preach pin. Pin, or pin if you go out there, don't get don't pinned. get pinned. Yes, everybody's got a, got a job to do. Because who was the kid? Because Hoover preached about one kid. He Melcher, Joe was, Melcher. It was, it was Joe Melcher. Melcher. Who was it against? Dugay. Oh, Ken Moore. Yeah. That's no, what. There, were, there was old old matches. I think it was against a, a wheat, it was in a wheat field duel. Okay. And I might not Surprise. have been in yet. Yeah, and like he would just go out there and just not get pinned. Right, and that's pinned. that's what you needed to do. Because um, it's not about your studs. That's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. I'm I've learned. Hoover actually taught me. It's not about the studs. It's about everybody else in between. Mm -hmm. You know, you got your guarantees like Luport. You had Lath, and you know, you had uh, Cody Fouts was almost a guaranteed win and stuff. But you had the other kids. It's really what depended on the other kids, one hundred percent. 
Uh, and the last, we'll go through the last little uh, last high school division here. The Niagara Orleans League that year: Akron five and one, Medina four and two, Newfane four and two, Roy Hart for the Barker merger four and two, Albion two and four, Barker one and five, Wilson one and five. So um, those are your team standings for the 2012-2013 season. Now, as we did the last time when we did uh, the 03-04, uh, we're going to go into the postseason and start talking, start right from there. I don't want to go through every tournament. We'll start talking about each of the uh, each of the class tournaments. We'll do the, uh, just the finalists. Just do the finals. All right. Um, so class AA will start at the top. Clarence won that. 264.5 points. Lockport came in second. Kenmore West in third. Um Clarence had a good squad. And did Wheatfield? Oh, no, Wheatfield was there. Wheatfield, because Wheatfield, I think, a couple years still, later went down. Yep. Okay. All right, so that uh, this final is actually really good. I was looking at this before we went on. Pretty good finals. Uh, 99 pounds, Donnie McCoy of Niagara Falls defeated Troy Keller of North Tonawanda. Keller wasn't even mentioned on that top 32. He hadn't even hit his peak yet. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ooh, this is a good one. Uh, 106 pounds, Anthony Argentari of Kenmore West beat uh, Ryan Burns of Clarence. 113, Brandon, uh, Brendan Arena of Clarence defeated Shane Halbig of Niagara Wheatfield. 120, Stevie Michael of Lancaster. Uh, he pinned Anthony Orfici of Lockport. Mm -hmm. 126, Rocco Russo of Frontier defeated uh, Vince Eberhardt of Lockport by Techfall. Uh, 132, Marcus Pop of Niagara Wheatfield defeated Brandon Glauber of Clarence. 138, Kirk Feeney of Lockport defeated uh, Austin Krawitz of Clarence, went by fall. 145, Eric Lewandowski of Lancaster beat Seamus Birmingham of Orchard Park by pin. 152, Nate Schwab of Clarence defeated Michael Southwick of Jamestown. 160, Jake Weber of Clarence defeated DeShay Duck. Oh, that dude was great, too. Mm -hmm. I yep. only <coughs> met him a handful of times a couple years Andy later. He didn't. He had like no wrestling experience. He was like a little Kenny Hamilton. You remember Kenny, yeah, right? No. You don't. No. Okay. All right. Well, just an Kenny didn't know how to wrestle. Okay. I, I got to preface this. Kenny wasn't the technical guy. If you wanted Kenny to go hit a switch, you weren't getting a switch. You were getting a stand up and a lateral drop. And that's exactly kind of <laughs> style wrestling. Deshay Duckworth did, but just like smaller, compressed size. Huh. Deshay was awesome. Good head on his shoulders. Yep. Um, let's see. One seventy. Shane Curry of Kenmore West defeated Jeff Cusiel. Uh, of Lancaster, 182, Zach Ecklum of Jamestown defeated Ryan Schalger of Clarence. 195, James Empfield of Lancaster defeated Daquan Rollins of Niagara Falls. 220, Marshall Taylor of Lockport defeated Javon Flynn of Niagara Falls. And 285, Nate Ward of Clarence defeated Jeremy Krawitz of West Seneca West. So that's your class AA results. A lot of good names in this one. Mm -hmm. A lot of good names. Like a lot of like... Pop, Michael, Lewandowski, Fenus. A lot of like, oh, for sure. And I like, I haven't even looked at the sectional tournament yet, like the sectional finals yet. But I, like, I would imagine that a lot of those are probably sectional finals. Yep. Probably that. Uh, all right, here's the section, uh, the class 1A. Excuse me. Lakeshore won that one, 214.5 points, followed by Iroquois, then Dunkirk. Uh, yeah, some of these matches, I'm like, oh, who are these guys? But there's, you know, some very talented ones as well, of course, not to knock anybody. 99 pounds, Hector Colomb of Dunkirk defeated Tristan Almader of Iroquois. 106, Tito Colomb of Dunkirk defeated Jacob Smeeter of Hamburg. 113, Mike Heron of Iroquois defeated Lawrence Jenkins of Lakeshore. 120, Fred Frederick, not Freddie, Frederick Eccles of Lakeshore defeated Austin Acquired. 
of Iroquois. Uh, 126, Joe Dowdle of Kenmore East uh, defeated Pat Welling of Iroquois. 132, Matt Clock of Iroquois defeated Anthony Cooper of Will South. 138, Danny Graham of West Seneca East defeated Jacob Taylor of Iroquois. 145, Kurt McGowan of Kenny's. I think Kenny's putting some, uh, having some studs. Little, I know they were kind of on their last legs at this point, but regardless, it's good to see them shine a little bit. Kurt McGowan of Kenmore East defeated Ben Clark of Williamsville East. 152, TJ Acker of Grand Island defeated Austin Vendetta. That is a sweet name. Vendetta. Vendetta, you're on mat three. Of uh, <laughs> Kenmore East. Uh, 160, Preston Smith of Kenmore East. Wow, look at them go. Look at them go. <laughs> Preston Smith of Kenmore East defeated Dallas Taft of Grand Island. That's a sweet name, too. Taft. Taft. Well, Dallas Taft. Thank you. It's one of my favorite presidents. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 170, Andrew Paulson of Iroquois defeated Noah Jones of Sweet Home. 182, Chris Connors of Grand Island defeated Dylan Thomas of Star Point. 195, Colby Dorinka of Will South defeated Brendan Knoll of Hamburg. 220, Bill Brady, Williamsville East defeated John Navarro of Sweet Home. And then 285, Luke Catalano of Lakeshore defeated Aaron Baraclaw of Kenmore East. Now, you were at this one, correct? Yeah. Um, how'd you finish? Uh, I, I was, that was back when they did fifth place. Okay. So I made it. So oh. that, that was like one of the last couple years where they did fifth place finishes go. Um, that was tough. I had acquired who, I think our senior year, he finished like top four in the state. Freddie eventually was a state finalist. Uh, They're really tough. I'm glad that I even made it to sectionals. It was my my weight that year was tough because you had Anthony Norfici where everybody knew who he was. Right. Stevie Michael beat him every time that year, and he was a state finalist. Then you had Freddie who became a state finalist later on down the road, and then Austin acquired who went to the state tournament like twice, like. My bracket was tough, but I'm glad to say I made it to sectionals that year. But at the same time, yeah, like, you, were like, well, yeah, you were telling me how proud you were, like happy you were that you got to do that. At, but like know, go there with all those names, like within like two or three years, like they're all like on the top of the podium at the state tournament. So I was glad that I was able to hang with those guys. But uh, that was a that was a banger of a year. Yeah, that's deep. That's tough. Um, not too shabby though. Not too shabby. Uh, headed on to small school now, Class B. Chautauqua Lake takes first place, 205.5 points. Lewis and Porter in second, 200.5. And Amherst in third with 144. Uh, here's your finalist for that. Uh, 99 pounds, Phil Calandra of Depew defeated Shane Pancio, Pancho of Olean. 106 pounds, Chad Nowak of Depew defeated uh, Matteo Toliano of Lewis and Porter. It's a close one. What happened here? I'm trying to remember that one, <laughs> actually. No, um... I think that was Mateo's freshman year, and he was wrestling. I think Nowak was a senior. He's a senior. Okay. So I think he just got a little outmanned a little bit. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, 113 pounds. Andrew Shomers of Lewiston Porter defeated Drew Mara of Olean. That was a banger. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm they sure. Like, they banged like three or four times yeah. like that year. And really? There was N-Trip, the class tournament, and then the section. Because Mara's been to – I feel like there's I've heard Mara. He's been yeah, to – Oh, there's a couple Maras? Okay. Yeah. Second. This one go to States? Oh, yeah. He did. Okay, Bad, not bad. <laughs> Shomer's put himself on the map here, I guess, in small school. Uh, 120 pounds, Kellen Devlin. Just, I think it's still pretty young, Kellen Devlin, too. Yeah. Uh, Amherst defeated Nate uh, Lazikas of East Aurora. 126, Andrew Lazikas of East Aurora defeated Matt Mondo of Pioneer. 132 pounds, Ronaldo Rodriguez Spencer. Chitawaga defeated Ryan Cromer of Lewiston Porter. 
They also wrestled like three or four times. Did yeah. they? Mm-hmm. Poor Cromer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One thirty-eight. Dan Reagan of Lewport defeated Ed Eddie Hutchin. Hutch, thank you. Uh, of Alden. And we have 145, Nick Shear of East Aurora defeated Nicholas Felgam. What are these names? What, what school? Just what school? Amherst. Nicholas Felgamaker. Yeah, I don't know. What did he do? James McLean of uh, Pioneer defeated Joe Vokes of Amherst. 160, Miguel Rodriguez Spencer of Chituaga defeated Caleb Lawson of Chautauqua Lake. 170, Tyler Furlow of Chautauqua Lake defeated Jacob Bernstein of Amherst. 182, Tyler Hall of East Aurora defeated Tim Parmel. Of Maryvale, 195, Brad Painter of Olean defeated Chet Bondi of Lewiston Porter. 220, Eric Fight Chance of Alden. We're going to go with that, Fight Chance. It's F-E-I-T-S-H-A-N-S. I do not have a degree in pronunciation, uh, so we're going to go with that. He defeated Trevor Enterline of Chautauqua Lake. And then lastly, 285, Garrett Rath of Lewiston Porter defeated Dustin Proverse. Of Olean Carrot on a war path here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many years it was Garrett in at this point? That was Garrett's sophomore. Sophomore? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. Class C. Class C. I mean, well, I mean, I guess, Nico, you can give me a little feedback. I mean, what was it like, like being on that team? You, you know, you, you guys are like, you're placing all these kids. Mm-hmm. That was, a, that was a really tough tournament because we lost. Yeah, I was going right. to say, like, you guys should have won Like, that. five points. Yeah, there was a lot of um, bonus points, and there was just, and it was the perfect storm. Yeah. And that's what uh, I'll, I'll add. I was just thinking, like, it's not really about your, your kids in the finals, but it's your kids coming back in, like, the consolation semis and, like, yeah, winning that, but also winning by, like, either a major or a tech or a pen. There like was it, the hardest – there was, like, one – it has to be, I think, one of the hardest coaching decisions on who to take to that tournament, too. Yep. And so that was just, 15, that was, yeah. it was another really, really tough decision that year because there were so many good kids. And you got a deep. We yeah. were yep. so deep, so it was like that 14, 15, who are we going to take to get those points? Right. Yeah, that's tough. Would have been a nice nice plaque in the, uh, what was it, by the pool now? They put all the wrestling stuff by the pool? I have no idea. You don't even know <laughs> idea? They moved all the wrestling trophies at Lewport when I was there. And they put the new gymnasium. Yeah, we, we have the T-shirts up there. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, would have been a nice extra T-shirt with the other 2000 that you guys have up there <laughs> we had a nice wall from yeah, yeah, i yeah. love that wall best wrestling best wrestling yes, room yes in western new york yes. hands down i would put money on yep. it uh all right now we're going to go down to class c championships all right fredoni wins it 236.5 points eden second 154.5 akron in third with 153 uh the championship match is 99 pounds ryan hetrick of southwestern defeated sawyer over hoff of eden 106 cameron schwick of roy hart's Defeated Jordan Kamari of New Fane. 113, John Flynn of Gowanda defeated Ethan Pequeen of Akron. Uh, 120, Abdul Fatah Al Shawi of Lackawanna. Nailed that one. Uh, of Defeated Dylan Lundmark of Southwestern. 126, Dakota Gardner. We just had him on a couple weeks ago. Of Fredonia defeated Majed Muhammad of Lackawanna. Uh, 132, Tyler Cassidy of Fredonia defeated Cody McGregor of Tonawanda. Uh, 138, Brian Westerdahl of Southwestern defeated Nate Martin of Newfane. 145, Drew Hall of Roy Hart's, or no, right? Yes. Yes, Roy Hart. Defeated Jude Garner of Fredonia. 152, Alex Smythe of Eden defeated Mike, or excuse me, Jake Chote of Tonawanda. 160, Garrett Schultz of Akron defeated Chase Wheeler of Wilson. 170, Zach Buckley of Fredonia defeated Ryan Vondell of Eden. 
182, Nick Nosek of Fredoni defeated Joseph Cerro of Akron. 195, Matt Booth of Cataraugus Little Valley slash Pine Valley defeated Joshua Saib of Newfane. 220, Stephen Worthing, Worthling of Tonawanda defeated Christian Saden of Fredonia. And 285, Matt Monasani, the little Monasani. Uh, he is the baby, I think, big of that little, family. Little big, big little. I uh, defeated Clayton Smith of Roy Hart. So pretty, pretty stacked. A there. lot of kids from that tournament also made it. Did they? they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of good names there. I mean, it's Fredonia. You know what I mean? Fredonia was, I mean, they're still competitive, but they were, like, still at their, like, the top of their game yeah. at that point. Yeah, but even, like, um, like Cameron Swick, I think, he won a state title. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. It's a good bracket. It's a good bracket. Um, our last class tournament bracket, all right, the Class D championship. Uh, Falconer wins it with 264 points, that followed by Maple Grove with 168 and Randolph 131. And Falconer's always been, like, big, but I don't remember them being as, like, dominant when I was in high school. I feel like they – and I could be mistaken. I might have just – I just didn't see them often, but, like, nowadays they're all That's over everything. Why. Falconer's a great program. They're amazing. Fantastic program. Really good kids club. Yeah, really? Yeah. That's always good. And, I mean, I think they, they, they're on the New York-Pennsylvania line, and I know that they, they go to PA they go a lot. To PA, yeah. yeah, that's 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 kind of – way to do it. I would do that. That's going to benefit Come you on. a ton. Um, all right, 99 pounds for the Class D championship. Kyle Blake of Falconer defeated Rick Griffith of Falconer. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they have 264 points, and the second-place team is almost 100 less. Uh, 106, Bradley uh, Beeler of yep. Maple Grove defeated Jacob Peru of Falconer. Uh, 113, Ryan. Th- yeah, I know, right? Both Peru was champs. a freak. Oh, they oh, both ended up state champs? The same year, like t- three years after, they both won state titles. No kidding. And like 50 pounds difference. Yeah, <laughs> 38, and then one was at like 82. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Keep going. Yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> 113, Ryan Thierman of Portville defeated Devin Wesselick of Franklinville. 120, Zach Beerfelt of Allegheny Limestone defeated mm-hmm. Tim Franz in a Falconer. Uh, 126, Brandon Munts of Falconer defeated Nick Winter of Franklinville. 132, Jordan Kays of Allegheny Limestone defeated Zach Matta of Falconer. 138, Kyle Ross of Falconer defeated Billy Sisjo of <coughs> Casadega Valley. Uh, 145, Jed Mysick of Maple Grove defeated Cody Dustin of Falconer. 152, Chris Dubeck of Randolph defeated Howie Nolan of Maple Grove. Uh, 160, Gunnar Van Curen of Portville defeated Tage Ruther of Catarog, or Smee, Casadega Valley. 170, Jimmy Carr of Randolph defeated Jimmy Schwab of Falconer. Uh, 182, Austin Lynn of Frewsburg defeated Tyler Venno of Portville. 195, Dustin Lewis of Salamanca defeated Trevor S- Spicer of Frewsburg. 220, Zach Haller of Frewsburg defeated Brad Cunningham of Salamanca. And 285, Javen Newman of Falconer defeated Lucas Hansen. A Barker, so like for don't or excuse me, like Falconer kids in every every finals, just about. Be I'd be nice to just camp out for a whole finals round and just sit there. I'm like, mm, go get them kids, and then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's no, nice. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. So those are the class tournaments. Let's take a look at the section six state qualifiers at UB. Now, you did explain it lightly, but both you guys kind of just talk about, like, it being there. Because I've wrestled at UB twice in college. I did, a like, a preseason, like, warm-up tournament for college, and we actually did a dual tournament where we actually dueled UB. And if I didn't win, uh, we would have – I think we would have – NCCC would have had negative points. 
<laughs> yeah, one of the kids on our team at the time, he uh, threw a headgear. Uh, he got away. There's an argument because, I don't know, Kunula sent us out there to get our butts whipped, and that's what happened. So we had, like, negative one point. Uh, <laughs> we were just getting creamed, and then I pinned the 285-pounder. Classic fat man rolled them. Didn't see it coming, and uh, we won, We had five points. So that was, like, one, it was one of the proudest accomplishments of my, career, my college career. Other than that, not, not so good. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, talk about the like, UB wrestling experience because it is. Everybody talks about it very highly. They had states there in 04, the year, uh, mm-hmm. like Egan and Strange Egan and all of them went. I'm like, yeah, it would have been so nice to be able to sleep in your own bed then go to state the state championship. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> but, uh, yeah, you guys go ahead and take it away a little bit. Yeah, it was just like like the place to wrestle. Like this, There was finally, finally no parents on the ground. Oh, level. my God. Everybody was pushed yes. into the, like, to the stands where they should – they should be most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. don't disagree with that. At, like not even in the slightest. Yeah, but it was there was a super section, so you had eight mats going. It was like a real like like almost like a college tournament. Right. It was, awesome. it was run awesome and like everyone like you could see everybody wrestle. Like the wrestlers were kinda allowed yep. to go and see both D one, D two. Which is important. The, yeah, and, and like matches. even like when you're done, like you can still like hang out oh, on the floor. I forgot. Jordan Burroughs also. Yeah, Jordan Burroughs was there. Yeah, oh. yeah, because he married a Mariacher. Yeah, that was cool. That's right. I forgot about. That was awesome. That. Also, quick story because he was in town. I forget. I think it was. Yeah, you guys right, hung out with him right before the season. He tweeted that he was in Elma, New York, and at the time he followed. He like Hawk. followed back like Mike Simpson or something like that. So he like DM'd him. He sent us the address, and I remember Hawk was like, "Meet us in the Kmart parking lot." <laughs> Hawk got us to Elma in like 25 minutes really? <laughs> flying and then we like couldn't find the place and all of a sudden we saw like a football go past like the backyard where it was and then Jordan Bros was there we played football with Jordan Bros no kidding all yeah. got like autographed pictures and we took pictures with him it was it was great that's so yeah cool. I remember I was like it's like yo hop Nico's hanging out with Jordan Burroughs why can't we do that because <laughs> <laughs> Hockenberry's probably Scott he's, he's probably got binoculars and all sorts of I know how Hockenberry is. Diehard. I love Hockenberry, and uh, I'm sure he was all over that. He will not miss oh, yeah. an opportunity. That's it. That was one of the nice things. He will if if there is somebody like really good in your presence, he will he will try and get the kids to go see him. Hawk was like even on the ride there. He goes even if this doesn't pan out. He goes this was a hundred percent worth it. it. Yeah. So cool. He was so. I remember the one time he introduced me to Kyle Stromanera, but he didn't know that I had known Kyle Stromanera for a year because <laughs> Kyle, like. I did a camp in Fredonia, and that dude, like, dropped me on my head, like, five times. He gave me – I'm pretty sure he gave me a concussion. But uh, he's like, yeah. Dave's like, hey, this guy wants you to meet. His name's Kyle Sermonero. He was, like, my hero, and I was all mad at him because he dropped me on my head like a baby. <laughs> uh, but I was like, hey, Kyle, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, that was, a fu- that was a funny little story um, about being Hawk, – Hawk was great. I miss seeing him all the time. I think that was another big part of why our program was so successful, like those years in particular, because we had so many great coaches. Yeah. Whether it's Hoover, Antonelli, there was Hawk. And you seen he had five co- – like Edwards is still – Edwards, Edwards was around yeah. Um, yeah, at that Edwards point. Was around, he was just coming around, but it's like, man, how could you, how could you not be successful we had four when you amazing, had like, yeah high quality coaches that could be head coaches at most one hundred percent. So the sky's the limit. And I know, like, man, I can only imagine that wrestling room. Can only imagine how how like the practices go because I know we went hard too. We went hard. I like the stations and everything, but I can only imagine with five. That was awesome. Talented like going there coach. to like practice for like. In our, our senior year, we my team would go there for for practices for postseason, and like we would do stations for drilling. And yeah, that was back when uh, um, Brandon Delavey came back home to practice. And okay, I practiced with him, and it was just a really it was you go. Like 
you go to where you need to be. So, like, say if you're not getting best your best best practices in your home gym, we'll go to a gym where it's better than you. So, like, yeah. we would go to Loopport where, like, Ryan was, Nico was, Eric was, Shomers, uh, Troy Keller would go, and it was just a freaking great room, and Hawk would run it. And uh, he yeah. would turn, like, an, an okay three-hour practice into a banger hour and 45. Like, it was awesome. Yeah. No, Brandon oh. Delave is also somebody else who should have been on that team. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's that when he went to Blair. That's Hoover's like biggest <laughs> complaint. <laughs> goes, where did he end up? Where did he go? Blair. 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 He Stanford. was like, they took him from me. Imagine how many wins we would have had. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. Well, yeah, you say that, but then at the same year, he also got Shomers from Falls. He stole him from the Falls. And then yeah. uh, uh, Lockport got Marquis Sanders from the Falls. Uh, Falls also got Deion Harris from Weefield. We got Adam D'Agostani from New Jersey. So everybody's shifting you, around. You, you you think about it, and everybody's gotten something from somewhere. That's it true. It, it, yes, it, it does. does. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Most certainly does. Um, all right. So Such yeah, a good tournament. Such yeah, I mean, awesome this is a cool. Venue. It looks like a full venue too. Yeah, they run. They run finals simultaneously. Yeah. Two two mad finals. D one D two. Okay. You know, like seven bucks for a slice of pizza. You know, you can't beat that. Oh, don't get me started <laughs> on that. This is why I have gripes with the Pagulas and the Key Bank Center, or wherever the heck it's called now. Um. All right. So here we are. The cha- The D one finals. All right. D one finals. Ninety nine pounds. Donnie McCoy of Niagara Falls defeated Tristan Almeter of Iroquois. One hundred six. Ryan Burns of Clarence defeated Anthony Argentieri. Triple overtime. Uh, that was awesome. Everybody watched that match. Did they? Everybody. Talk about. It. I mean, yeah. Let's let's um, let's uh, let's explain. They a were they bit. were like back and forth they were back and forth year. because Argentieri beat Burns at the class tournament a week before. Right. And I uh, I heard it from another parent who who had it in with another parent or coach from the other class tournament. They're like, yeah, we heard that he threw that Argentieri threw Burns for five, and like you knew like that was going to be the the final. So uh, they it went to like the final ride out and. Burns held on. It was just great. Like it was, it was the whole like perimeter. All four sides were like covered by like wrestlers, coaches. Like it was good. Mm-hmm. It was oh, good. that's cool to it see. Was awesome. I would have. I would. I would have appreciated it. I wonder if it's on YouTube because you know there's always everybody always posts stuff and you it's hard to get find. From Ryan. Okay. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Uh, One thirteen. Shane Halbig of Niagara Weefield defeated Dan Gasek of Orchard Park. Du- double overtime, all the overtime. Yep. That was one that I was upset because I beat both of them that year. <laughs> I, mean, I, yeah, I, I didn't yeah, end up we, placing uh, in the D two. So yeah, we had a kid. Yeah, we had a kid beat. Yeah, it's that's frustrating. I know that it is. Yeah, but that's wrestling. That's the beauty. That's of wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, but I can relate to that because my junior year, this kid Brad Eichelberger from Fredonia, I beat him at Webster. He beat me by one. I beat him by one point. He beat me at one point at the Louport tournament, and he ended up taking second in small school states. Not even qualified. So I understand that frustration. It's like, come on, I want to go small school. You know, I gotta, I gotta change things up a little bit. One twenty. Stephen Michael of Lancaster defeated Anthony Orfici. Big victory too. Major, majored him. So good, like, like I looking at that, thinking of like that final makes me think of like finals like like this year like what kind of kids like like they both were like all-state wrestlers like every year uh stevie went on to like wrestle again and it's it's kind of like an argentieri uh burns-esque final or argentieri with a donnie mccoy final right or like a stencil versus warren mcdougall final like it was just it was one of those we had a lot of those that year it was just awesome like jude gardner versus uh 
Oh, yeah, we'll get to Drew, that in a second. That, yeah. And they wrestled like five times, one of them being in the semifinals of the state tournament. It was just good. Just good wrestling. I love I love a good good feud. <laughs> I love a good wrestling, like high school wrestling a lot feud. A lot of back and forth. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot this year. Uh, 126, Rocco Russo Frontier defeated Eric McAvoy of Iroquois. Tech fall. 132, Marcus Pop of Niagara Field defeated Brandon Glauber of Clarence. Uh, 138, Danny Graham of West Seneca East defeated Kirk Feeney of Lockport. A lot of Feeneys. Yeah. They never got. They like never broke through, unfortunately. Oh, a lot of sectional finals and stuff. But They made it to the state tournament. What's it? They made it to the state tournament. Did they? Mike yeah. went twice and Kirk went twice. Oh, okay, you're right. They made it. They, they like were a round away from placing, but yeah, they were good. The Phoenix were really good. Phoenix were good. I, I just remember, like, I mean, Lockport's always had great kids, but I remember them just, the just being on the outs mm-hmm. for the most. I mean, even Orfici's case. Yep. You know what I mean? Just just on the outside of it, unfortunately. Um, but there we go. 145, Eric Lewandowski of Lancaster defeated Seamus Birmingham of Orchard Park. Uh, 152, Nate Schwab of Clarence defeated Terrence Acker, old TJ, of Grand Island. 160, Jake Weber of Clarence defeated Deshae Duckworth. Uh, yeah, be a rematch of Niagara Falls. Uh, 170, Andrew Paulson of Iroquois defeated Shane Curry of Kenmore West. 182, Anthony Libertori of Will South defeated Chris Connors of Grand Island. 195, James Empfield of Lancaster defeated Daquan Rollins of Niagara Falls. 220, Marshall Taylor of Lockport defeated Javon Flynn of Niagara Falls. He had a lot of class AA rematches. Mm-hmm. It was definitely, the, definitely a lot of competition there. Um, 285, Nate Ward of Clarence defeated Ryan, Ryan Elson of Star Point for D1. So it's pretty, pretty solid. What was the MOW there? Uh, MOW was Stevie Michael. Uh, all right, so D2. Yeah, Brandon Muntz was the D2 one. Uh, D2 finals championship, 99 pounds. Ryan Hetrick of Southwestern defeated Kyle Blake of Falconer. 106, Bradley Beeler of Maple Grove defeated Cameron Schwick of Roy Hartz. 113, Andrew Schomers of Luport defeats Drew Mara of Olean. That was a, that was one of the better, the better matches, I think, because I think Mara took him down like right off the bat. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Schomers beat it 10 to 5 yeah, score, well, but it's, it's yeah. If you look at the brackets, uh, Andrew almost lost his semi. Let me see. He uh, he told me he's like I was so scared I almost lost that ma- that match. <laughs> what weight was he? Thirteen. I caught him in the quarters right before that. Oh, <laughs> he, he didn't have any problem with that one. <laughs> uh, six to four to Nick Hudson. Uh, yeah, he was down. Ripley. Nick Hudson yep. was tough. He was tough. He was a sectional champion later on. See, that's what I mean. Like like this, there's bangers. Like they're just so good. Now, now, Nico, I know you're quite the marketing guy. Did you try to, like, pay off Andrew to lay no. down for you? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you free advertising or if you lay shot. down for me. <laughs> <laughs> he was undefeated, like, that whole year, wasn't yeah. he? Um, or he had, like, a one, one loss to Keo or something? Keo, yeah. yeah. Uh, 120 pounds. Kellen Devlin of Amherst defeated Abdul Fatah, shall we, of Lackawanna. 126. Brandon Muntz of Falconer defeated Dakota Gardner of Fredonia. We just... We just talked about this one la- a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. I think, a little yeah, bit. It was a good match. It's not bad. 132, uh, Ronaldo Rodriguez Spencer, Chituaga defeated Ryan Cromer again. Got him. Damn, it sucks. Uh, 138, Daniel Ra- Danny Reagan of Blueport defeated uh, Brian Westerdahl of Southwestern. 145, Drew Hall of Roy Hart defeated Jude Gardner of Fredonia. 152, Alex Smythe of Eden defeated James uh, McLean of Pioneer. 162. 160, Gunnar Van Curen of Portville defeated Miguel Rodriguez Spencer of Chitawaga. 
170, Zach Buckley of Fredonia defeated James Carr of Randolph. 182, Austin Lynn of Frewsburg defeated Tyler Venno of Portville. 195, Matt Booth of Cattaraugus, Little Valley slash Pine Valley defeated Dustin Lewis of Salamanca. 220, Chris Saden of Fredonia defeated Brian Kerwin of Wilson. And then 285, Matt Monasani of Medina defeated Clayton Smith of Roy Hart. Close one there. Um, but those are your D1, D2 finals. Not too shabby, guys. Like the cool thing about that season was like, even in the beginning of the season, both our teams went to the Southtown duels okay. at St. Francis. And like within like the same like two, like 45 and 52, you had T.J. Acker, Dan Reagan, Alex Smythe, Drew Gardner, and like Drew Hall. Like <sighs> you're like that. Like that's a tough two days to start the season. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Danny wrestled Drew and lost like it was like a two-one match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's just like what a way to like a lot of g- and. It's the best way to start off the a season, though. A lot of though. teams like 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 we feel to go to like Webster to like start the season off. Like, what a way to start that! Yeah, it was just it was a lot of talent. And what was it? The Dunkirk duels? That was a two day. Yeah, that, match, yeah, that's a. Me- it was a two day like ten duel tournament. There was such a meat grinder. Uh, yeah, we had a good duel. That's the best way to start yeah. off the season, though. <laughs> you can't start it off is. the season like with cookie like no. cookie easy bake oven matches. I don't know why I just said that, but you can't start off the season easy. It's got to be hard. Like that's why we always went to Webster. But but in the same respect, like the the names just mentioned, like that year, in the in that same tournament at, at the St. Francis duels, like Drew Hall was it, within those two weight classes. Drew Hall won the tournament, the state tournament. Uh, Jude got Jude took third. Smythe took third. Reagan took third. Like, and that's just it's tough. Solid mix. Yep. Yeah, that's tough. Imagine, yeah. imagine a practice room with all those guys. You know, I could. That's good working out. Yep. Good working out. That's for sure. Um. All right. Now we're on to the semi semi main event. I guess the states for the NYSFA intersectional wrestling championship. So we're gonna start off with D one. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna run through each uh each place each place to see if I can find a section six kid. Um, section one, or excuse me, division one. And I don't think anybody won that year. Yanni D. Yeah, Yanni won in '99. Uh, but f- in second place, Stevie Michael took second in the state at mm-hmm. 120 pounds. He fell to Alex De La Cruz. From Ossining. Section one. Uh, let's see. Is there anybody? Oh, yep. Eric Lewandowski took second at 145. Close one too. Four to two. Four to two loss. Uh, to Luis. Hernandez of Mifam, Mifam, Section Eight. That's uh, Section Eight. Nick Nick Piccinini's in there too. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Wait, what's that? Nick Piccinini's in there. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony Rafici like put him to his back before. Oh, like, really? Times. Yeah. Nick Piccinini's like he was. Oh, like, one thirteen section state champ. What did he just graduate from Oklahoma State? Yeah. He was good. He's a little good. <laughs> a little good. Um, let's see. Third place. What do we got here? Anybody in third? Nope. I think those are our only state placers. Fourth place. Oh, uh, Liberatory place. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, a little, little light. A little light this year for for D1. Yeah, nobody in fourth. Uh, Marcus Pop, fifth at fifth. 132. And that, oh, yeah, Liberatory, fifth at 182. And that be it? I think that is, that's yeah, it. that's a wrap. On that one. Oh, right. uh, Taylor. Uh, Marshall? Er, yeah, Marshall. Yeah, he got sixth. Uh, new Catholic role, maybe? Catholic, yeah. They took the Catholic cut off. Oh, I see. 
I see. Yeah, okay. They, they, they didn't have they, a listed they, here. Now but they do top eight, yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, all right. Now then the D2. D2. Uh, D2 champions. We got Ronaldo Rodriguez Spencer from Chittawaga. He defeated Tristan Riffenberg of Norwich 2-1 to one at 132 pounds. Uh, Drew Hall from Roy Hartz, 145-pound state champ, defeated Frank Garcia of Norwich. All the Section 6 guys taking on Norwich. Uh, two nothing victory there. Section sixty two is just so good. They're always got guys on, yep. always got guys on podiums. I'm a little surprised how light the, the podium is for D one that year, but I mean it's, I guess it, it happens. Uh, one twenty six Dakota Gardner, second place from Fredonia, lost six to two against William Knoll of Lansing. And then Munz placed in that same bracket from Falconer. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay, we'll get to him in just a second. And Matt Monastani took second that year. Mm-hmm. So those are your fi- the the top two. The Dinah, uh Matt Monastani lost eight to three. Third place, Brad. No, excuse me, Ryan Hetrick at ninety nine. Ooh, wow, he's got a couple couple kids straight through. Ninety nine pounds, Ryan Hetrick, uh, Southwestern, won seven to two over Tanner Lapian. Uh, One hundred six, Bradley Beeler, the Maple Grove section six defeated Ryan O'Rourke section three. Uh, Kellen Devlin took third place of Amherst with a uh, 13-4 major decision over Carter Marecki. And let's see, Danny Reagan took third, 138 pounds, defeated Drew Longo of Ardsley, 12-6. At 145, man, that's a lot of Section 6 kids. This is how it's done. Mm-hmm. This is how it's done. 145 pounds, Jude Gardner of Fredonia defeated Nick Colmel of Section 3. Uh, Alex Smythe at 152 took third place from Eden, defeated Tyler Spann of Adirondack. Um, and Matt Booth at 195, Cataraugus Little Valley slash Pine Valley, third place. Uh, five to two decision over fellow Section Sixer Dusty Lewis from Salamanca. So we'll take a look at the fourth place finishers. Cromer. Yep. Cromer, uh, fourth at 132 to Clyde Carey. And Austin Lynn from Frewsburg lost to Brad Burns of uh, Section 2. Dusty Lewis is already mentioned. And now we'll look at 5th and 6th place. 5th uh, place finishers for Section 62. None. 6th uh, place finishers for Section 62. 132 we had Cassidy. 26 months. Brandon Munts did. Uh, from Falconer. Yep, 132. Tyler Cassidy from Fredonia. And Gunnar Van Curen. Portville. Portville, yep. Uh, 160 took sixth place. I think Drew Morrow might have got capped as well sixth, too. Yeah. Oh, did he? Check 113, yeah. 113. Uh, he definitely took Let's see. Ralph. Might have been Catholic rule. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yep, it was, oh, P-Cell. P-Cell. Gotcha. Yep. P-Cell. So, um... But, uh, oh, Chris Saden, Fredonia, Section 6, uh, 220. Yep. as the last eight plates finishes. So pretty uh, pretty solid year for D2, man. That's a really, really good year. But um, Like every year. Yeah, I know. I Just like every other year. But, I mean, that's really the 2012-2013 season in a, I guess, in a bit of a nutshell. Uh, team rankings. We'll go look at the team rankings that year, too. We'll finish it off with that. We can discuss it. I know uh, – I know Nico has some gripes. Yeah, he has sure. some gripes. 
Uh, the top 16, now we'll do top 32 ranked teams. Now, Arm Drag has their own formula. If you go to their website and find the rankings, they explain it. It's really about place finishes, you know, individual wrestlers, team place finishes, stuff like that. And they do some kind of average point system. It's kind of cool. Uh, but here we go. The top 32 teams in Section 6, uh, ranked from the 2012-13 season. 32, Frewsburg. 31, Southwestern. 30, East Aurora. 29, Tonawanda. 28, Salamanca. 27, Medina. 26, Will South. 25, Pioneer. 24, Olean. 23, Cataraugus Little Valley. 22, Jamestown. 21, Newfane. 20, Grand Island. 19, Akron. 18, St. Francis. 17, Eden. 16, Sweet Home. 15, Roy Hart. 14, West Seneca West. 13, Niagara Wheatfield. 12, Randolph. 11, Niagara Falls. 10, Ken West. 9, Lakeshore. 8, Lancaster. 7, Luport. 6, Lockport. 5, Chautauqua Lake. 4, Iroquois. 3, Falconer. 2, Fredonia. Number 1 was Clarence. So, um, so Nico. <laughs> uh what is your gripe? And I know you told me beforehand. Yeah, head to heads, we beat mainly. I think the only person, the only team we lost to that year was Ken West on a perfect storm loss. Right. It was awful. <laughs> you guys had like one or two studs out of your lineup that duel, didn't you? Uh, er- like Eric wasn't in. Eric Sermonero wasn't in that. And then you guys should have got a pin at Lake Heavyweight or whatnot. There was like we don't we, have to we talk were, about yeah, it. Yeah, we were up, <laughs> we were up thirty to nothing, and then it was just <gasps> it was just after that. Oh my just, god! Oh. It was you didn't an- tell me that. No, it was anarchy. It was really bad. Explain further. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, I, I would have cried. Yeah, we we started off at 120, and then they had me wrestle up, and then just because it was matchups, and I went out there, I got my pin. So yeah, that's okay. I did yeah. my job. Yeah, I did my job. So <laughs> <laughs> put that out there. For All me. the rest of y'all loses. No. Yeah, no, and then we won like five in a row ish, five six in a row, and then oh after that, God. it was just like once we hit like I think 160 or one just fell. Yeah, it was just downhill. I would have cried. Perfect, perfect storm. Yeah, it's tough to come back from. but uh. Yeah, but, I mean, other than that, we beat pretty much everybody head-to-head. Yeah. We were yeah. ranked top. Yeah, you were, like, top state. eight, yeah. We were top in the state all year, I think. Yeah, point system. It's cool. It's what, really cool it's to look back on. It's one of those years where we wish we had the dual tournament. Yeah, that's what I was going to tur- say. Yep. State dual tournament. Oh, yeah. I know yep. that feeling. I know that feeling. Um, But there it is, everybody. Uh, do you guys have any additional comments before we close shop here today? Yeah, let's go back to UB. Let's go back to UB. Yeah. Let's do it. 100%. Let's do it. it. Um, that is a wrap, though, everybody. Max, thank you for coming coming back and keep showing your face. I appreciate As it. Always. It was nice to hear you talk this week. You were a little quiet the other weeks. There were interviews. Okay. <laughs> huh? This is me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I want to hear your t- talk more. And, of course, Nico. Um, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. And for those who don't know, Nico is also part of our network now. He's got his, uh, I'm going to call it the Wooden Spoon brand, but he's got his own Wooden Spoon, uh, the sit-down podcast, which is running every other week now. Yeah, bi-weekly. Uh, bi-weekly. For, for now. Um, well, plug your stuff. Plug your stuff for the listeners. Yeah, so I run an Italian-American brand, the Wooden Spoon, so we're on all social medias at the Wooden Spoon Media and sell T-shirts at thewoodenspoonstore.com, but... Putting out fun Italian-American content on that. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Go check it out. A lot of funny TikTok videos and and all this. Um, Hurry up and check out his TikTok before it gets banned. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It gets banned. But all right, everybody, it's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next week right here on the Section 6 Wrestling.
get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready! Set! Mother f***! Delay of game. Offense.